Okay, shout out to my cousin, Fred. Okay, we're going to be back at it at the top of the week next week. But it's time to focus on this show right now and move on to the next topic that we have here. And before we get there, we're actually going to hear from Michael Parsons himself. Support the team. I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, um, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. Like you know, you're right. They got. They got a great team. Great defense. But everyone. Everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got so. Jalen Hurts is. MVP. He's good. He's he, good. They got him for the MVP race with Patrick Mahomes. Okay, you heard it from Michael Parsons himself. So the question is as follows. Do we have a problem with Michael Parsons' critiques of Jalen Hurts' MVP hype? And I would love to do an audience to start us off right here because, number one, I'm going to say this. I like the fact that Michael Parsons is outspoken. You know, we was talking about the Brittany Griner situation, and he came at Joe Biden, and he left an unpopular opinion on the subject matter. That's unpopular to most media people, right? And I like the fact that we have this player, defensive player, probably the best player under the age of 25 old National Football League, having the voice and not being scared to go against the green. I actually think it's good for his brand. I think it's good for the brand of the National Football League. And I think this podcasting brand with players that are actually playing the game and sharing real life experiences as the season goes on is actually a great thing for the NFL as well. So I want to start off there. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to say. You know, what is he supposed to say? Right? They're rivals. You know, he's just throwing him under the bus. He doesn't want to give him his proper respect, that being Jalen Hurts. But I will say this. He actually credited the team, the football team. He said they have a good football team. So if that was his ultimate goal was to throw Jalen Hurts under the bus, kind of, kind of like take back credit, he actually gave credit. So that would be a dumb move for him to do if that was his intention, which I don't think it was. Now. I agree with him, to be honest with you. You know, I think national, the National Football League is the most team-aligned sport there is in America, and I always said it. Now, I don't have to dive into my criteria for MVP, just one of the flashbacks there. I made it very clear how I judge most valuable player. I think chances are, if you have the best record, your team is good. You have a top-level receiver, A.J. Brown. You have a top-level defense, Philadelphia Eagles. And it's nothing to take away from Jalen Hurts. This is not Jalen Hurts' disrespect. This is us using what we value to be the value. And I think that's where I would have personally on mine, Mahomes and Joe Burrow ahead of Jalen Hurts on my list with Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill to close us out after Jalen Hurts. So I have Mahomes, Burrow, no order right there, Jalen Hurts, and then Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson. And the reason why, and I know it may sound very red, and Chase, excuse me, but I am now seeing the value in Mahomes more so than ever before. And a lot of people know they think I don't like Mahomes. And I didn't have Mahomes as my MVP in the past 
couple seasons because I was like, you have Tyreek Hill, Hall of Famer. You have Travis Kelsey, Hall of Famer. You have the coach in Andy Reid, Hall of Famer, grand schemer. But now that he lost Tyreek Hill, who is a potential candidate or should be himself, you just lose that and you're working with Juju and MVS, I would be a fool to not follow my same formula. I am seeing the value this year more so than ever before with Patrick Mahomes, and that's why he's ahead of Jalen Hurts to me. And Joe Burrow is ahead of the pack, in my honest opinion. I think he's my favorite because he beat, you know, um, Mahomes in that head-to-head. So, you know, I have to factor head-to-head. And I think he's going to have another chance to beat out Josh Allen on January 2nd to propel him to, you know, that status where he needs to be to potentially win the award. So if you ask me, I'm going Joe Burrow number one because um his offensive line stinks, even though they played better the last week or so. It still stinks. He doesn't have the time to survey the field. He has to make quick decisions. His mental clock is faster than the most quarterbacks in the league, and he's still able to be explosive and deliver surgically down the football field. And um, I'm going Mahomes number two because Mahomes has shown me that he is literally the best player in the National Football League at quarterback is concerned, and I have to give it to him. So, And then I go Jalen Hurts, and then I go Justin Jefferson, and then I go Tyreek Hill. Little shit down on the mic. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'll say this, right? I understand what Micah Parsons was saying. And if you listen to the whole clip, it, you you understand it and you shouldn't have a problem with it. But I just know the part about him, uh, you know, kind of throwing Jalen Hurts under the bus. Not really, but he kind of did. I know no matter what his real intentions were, that's going to get back to the Eagles. And I think when it comes to Jalen Hurts MVP or Mahomes MVP, like, I could make reasonable cases for both sides. And I understand like the Eagles have a lot of things, right? They have a great offensive line. They have really good weapons and they have a a running game. They have a really good head coach. They uh, are really well ran. Like they're a great situation for any quarterback to be in. And when you compare that to Mahomes in Kansas city and some of the other candidates, like it's clearly not ideal, but I just like, I want to give Jalen hurts his credit for how much he's improved And I don't think any quarterback would be able to go into this situation and be as good as he is. And when it comes to the Parsons comments, again, I understand what he was saying. I don't think he meant any ill will by it. But when I compare like the Eagles to the rest of the NFC, it's like you could kind of make up or, uh, you know, just you could uh, devil's advocate for any weakness they have. But they have a really good quarterback. They have a really good running game. They have a really good offensive line. They have a really good defense. And they're going to have home field advantage most likely in the NFC playoffs. And when I just compare them to the Cowboys, it's like I see this with Micah Parsons. I see uh, uh, everything going on with uh, Trevon Diggs. I don't don't know if you guys uh, saw this, but after the game on Sunday, he was like uh, tweeting out, like, why didn't he get credit for the interception on the Hail Mary the last game? Like, I watch Jalen Hurts speak, and I uh, every time I watch him, I'm just so impressed by how serious he is and how locked in and focused he is to the game and winning. And I think his leadership and just the way he's played, it is rubbed off on this Eagles team in a big way. And the Eagles would not be here without him. I think he's very valuable, even more valuable than we realize to just how good this team is. I think he's been the most consistent player in football for the majority of the season. You could go back and forth with him and Mahomes, but the Eagles have had one bad week and they just win every other week. And, and I'm really impressed by him. And I think we, it's a little unfair to just penalize him because he has good things. Like 
he plays for the Eagles. There's nothing he could do about this. Uh, and I think it's a little unfair to penalize him for that. And he's taking full advantage of the opportunity that he's being given. And I know we have our questions about, you know, can you trust him in a playoff game? But I trust him more than Kirk Cousins in a big game. I trust him more than Dak Prescott in a big game. And if you ask me, like one last thought, if you ask me right now, like who would you rather take to come out of the NFC, the Eagles or the field, literally any other team, like I'm taking the Eagles. I picked them to come out of the NFC in the preseason. There's no reason for me to go against that now. So I'm really impressed by Jalen Hurts. I think him and Mahomes both have reasonable arguments, but maybe I'm in the minority. I think I would still vote for Jalen Hurts. Um, Chase, before you get in here real quickly, I'm going to keep it real, real short. I just want to respond to the word penalize, right? Because I think when you talk about not penalizing Jalen Hurts, right, because he's in a great situation, I think that kind of, you know, mirrors penalizing somebody else for, you know, having adversity. For example, the Bengals had adversity. Chase was out. You know, um, I was talking about this chase. I'm talking about the, you know, Jamal chase, right? He was out, you know, um, he had to juggle that and, you know, Mixon was out. They still look good. You know, um, the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, one of the most explosive players, gave the Dolphins a new toy, a valuable toy. And Mahomes had to adjust. They had to adjust and, and you know, kind of like live with being cheap, but still try to spend, you know, smartly. And look at them right there. They had adversity to me. Their defense is not really that stout, you know, compared to the Eagles. Compared to, you know, even the Bengals. I think the Bengals have a little better defense than the Chiefs. So, you know, that's why I leave it. One last thing I'll say. I want to see the Bengals win the AFC North before I really put Burrow firmly in this conversation. Because if they're second in their division, it's hard for me to put him over guys like Hurts and Mahomes that have won theirs. So, um, I'll start off by saying this. Micah Parsons um, plays for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles is, you know, it's nasty. I mean, it's it's gruesome. It's Chiefs and Raiders. They hate each other. They can't stand each other. I've never seen, I've never seen a fan base with so much hatred before uh, other than the Chiefs and the Raiders in my entire life. They, they cannot stand each other. So for Micah Parsons to come out and play the play the you know play the social media thing a little bit, like hey, I'll sprinkle a little bit of this on there, let it get out there, get inside Jalen Hurts' head, put a chip on Jalen Hurts' shoulder. It's gonna make that it's gonna make those games even better. Here's my thing. I I look at the MVP of what do you do for this team? If we took you off this team, what happens? Okay. Prime example. The year the Colts went one and sixteen, or however much it was, they only won one game. The year that Peyton Manning had to have that neck surgery, and they it, the next year they the next year they let Peyton walk, and then they drafted Andrew Luck. In my mind, Peyton Manning should have won the MVP that year because he proved to us, without stepping on the field, that he was the most valuable player in the NFL. That's how I look at it. Now I know that'll never happen. But with that being said, you know, of course, I am biased, real. You know, I mean, when uh, prior to prior to Tyreek Hill leaving, I still thought Patrick Mahomes was the MVP because with Alex Smith, the Chiefs got there. They won a playoff game, but they never could just get there. And then you bring this kid in and he takes you to a handprint, a handprint away from from an AFC or from a Super Bowl. 
And it's like arguably the MVP right there. Arguably. Uh, I mean, my my top pick. Then the next year to go to a Super Bowl. Then the next year to go to the NFC. Four straight AFC championships. I don't think, I, I think it's ignorant to not have Patrick Mahomes in that conversation. I don't care who he's throwing to. So when when people when people will try and argue about like Jalen Hurts and stuff, like here's my thing. It's like the TikTok, the TikTok trend. You know, like show me you show me you don't watch football or tell me you don't watch football without telling me you don't watch football. And when people throw wild, wild things out there like Jalen Hurts is not MVP caliber, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts right now is sitting at um 264 uh, completions out of 388 attempts. And we're looking at 32 pass or we're looking at 32 total touchdowns, uh, 22 passing touchdowns. That means, that means with his legs, he scored 10 touchdowns. Like Jalen hurts is winning games on his feet and with his arms. So, but I will agree with you real. I still have him third on my list as far as MVP goes. But to act like he's not in the conversation or to oh he's to definitely diminish, in the conversation for sure. Yeah. To diminish his hype is just it's crazy. And like I said, I know I I know what Mark Michael Parsons is doing there. Like I said, these two franchises don't like each other. They hate each other. Uh they're gonna go, they're gonna go on the field uh the next time they play and they're gonna punch each other in the mouth. That's what they do, and that's what they've done since Tails as old as time. Uh and- but I I uh, I I I love Jalen Hurts' MVP hype, but I'm right there with you, real. If it's if well, you it's... got two. Who's the two that you got over him? Mahomes and who? Burrow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let, let me tell you why. Burrow has Burrow has been a winner his entire life. How do you not consider him? How do you not look at him and be like, yeah, that's our that's our most valuable player, the kid that walks on the field and says, you know what, I lost. He lost one of his high school championships and he told he told the reporters afterwards, he goes, I don't ever want to feel that again. When his entire college career winning, won a national championships, get drafted to the NFL, um, sacked more times than any other quarterback and makes it to the Super Bowl last year. How can you not love that kid's grit? And how can you not look at him and be like, that's the most valuable player on the field right there? Because I know when the chips are down, I know when the stuff is when the when the deck is stacked, I know he's going to continue playing, regardless of regardless of his talent level, regardless of whatever. He's going to be what gets us to the next level, and that's my idea of an MVP. So, absolutely, I think he has that Brady mindset. You know, I'm a Brady fan, so if I crown anybody in the same vicinity of Brady. I value that person and what he brings. And I value Joe Bro. I think he has that ability to, listen, all right, there's a tornado, but I got this, okay? I'm going to lead us home. We're going to be safe despite everything that's going on around us, despite us being down on the scoreboard against the Chiefs in the playoffs, AFC Championship game. Follow me. I'll lead us to the promised land, and he did so. So I agree. 